The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm Maris Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. Yes, this show will be more about the Aces than the Raiders. <laughs> Believe it or not. Welcome to show 621, folks. On today's show, we're going to have a post game for the Rats, a pregame for the Bears, and the Bone Line. Um, not feeling real inspired. Sorry about that, folks, but uh, I'm just tired of this whole show, honestly. Well, the hoodie goes down again to, well, to the student, the master versus the student. Student won. Big deal, 21-17. Our first game scoring 21 points. Yawn. This game was like watching paint dry. The only exciting part was our defense. Max, you know, was was the star of the show. Um, Jimmy G got hurt. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> Jimmy G got hurt again. Hurt his back. He's not going to play this week. Um, our coach was frustrated. I don't know why. It's his team, and it's his playbook. I I am so tired of beating that dead horse. Like I said before, it's a carpet, and I all I can do is walk on it. That's nothing else to do. So, you know, these games are just so boring. I'm looking for excitement. I'm looking for things to really <clears throat> like a down the field pass to Devonte or a 40 yard run by Josh Jacobs yet. And how about a catch <laughs> by our slot receiver, Hunter Renfro? I'd love to see him get into the game, but it seems like our coach is just flustered and frustrated with the team. Newsflash, you're the worst coach in NFL history. You will go down as the worst coach in NFL history. You made plenty of money. Just go away, is all I can say. Just go away and allow Mark Davis to fumble around and maybe find, uh, luckily, a blind squirrel even finds a, a nut occasionally and the clock is right, broken clock is right twice a day. So we can only hope that that happens. Yeah, I I don't know. This game, we got a safety. You know, that was exciting, I guess. Jones. Five yards deep, and this is safety. The safety by Crosby. Nichols meet at the quarterback. Wow. I mean, that... It's a one-man wrecking crew. Not today, though, because Nichols showed up big time as well, and Hoyer knows. How much does this mean to him, Tom? Oh, my. This is so huge for Raider Nation. This is two games in a row that they're going to close out in the end. Defense with a huge pick last week, Robertson, and then on top of it this week. We welcome in head coach Josh McDaniels. Coach, I want to begin with the safety to end the game. I thought that was the signature play of the year. Walk me through it from your perspective. Yeah, it, you know, every time that they, they set somebody to chip or help Max on, on his side of the rush, it's really important for us that we get good push inside. And I thought we had a pick in there, and Bilal ended up right in front of the quarterback, which doesn't allow the quarterback to step forward, you know. And so it was really good, I thought, teamwork on the rush to allow Max to take the long route around the tight end, around the tackle, uh, and the quarterback had to have so much depth in the pocket because he couldn't go forward because Bilal was right there to meet him also. So I thought they really did a good job, and we talk a lot about execution under pressure in critical moments, and for the pass rush, that's as good as it gets. We work it every single day. Um, it's just regular routine, you know, working my technique, uh, getting off the ball and finishing, and, you know, that's what, that's what happened. And Bilal had a great rush as well, so, yeah, you know, there's no better feeling. Um, closing the game out, we talked about it last week and the week before, you know, our defense, you know, improving, and uh, I think we're seeing that every single week, so it's, it's good to see. 
that your first safety in your career, like ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, first one. First one, it felt great. I'm bored of this team. I'm bored with this show, to be honest with you. It's hard for me to get here every week and go over the same nonsense. It's brutal for me. Trying to come up with something else, something new, something exciting. I don't have it. I don't have it left in me at all. I'm trying to finish out the season, but I think I'm boring. I'm boring to myself. <laughs> it must be bored for you, <laughs> you know? Uh, so, you know, not to go on an extended rant, but brother, man, this is the most unentertaining football I've ever seen, ever. And I've seen some pretty terrible coaching, pretty terrible games for the Raiders in the past 20 years. This is an all-time low you have Devontae Adams 10 feet from the defender running around with his hand in the air. Meanwhile, Jimmy Garoppolo checks down. He's afraid to throw the football. We have the best receiver. We're, we've got the fifth most expensive offense in the NFL, and we look like we're the 30th. It's just all about the coaching. You guys know it. I know it. And I'm just tired of saying it. It's frustrating. Devontae Adams is ready to leave. I'm going to ask you about the last couple of weeks with kind of, you have lower targets in some games. Has, has there been any frustration that's come with that or have you kind of just been working through it and keep pushing? I mean, it's a work in progress. Obviously, we're going to continue to work through it. But, I mean, I'm a human being and I have extremely high standards for myself and this offense. So, it's, to me, it's not just about, you know, I'm sure people thinking like, you know, well, they won the game, they won the Packers game, you know, why is there an issue? I mean, you see why it's an issue. You you know, y'all should know who I am, know what I'm about at this point. So it's not about, you know, when, when, you're, a, when you're a player like me, mentally, it's, the, my benchmark is not wins and losses, it's greatness. So when I go out there, I expect to be able to have that ability to put that on tape and have the, uh, an influence on the game. And that's, like I say every week, that's the, my purpose for being here. I'm not here just to hang out and, you know, like I said, come here to hang out with Derek and all of that stuff from last year. Came here to win and to, to do it the right way. So, if I mean, if it don't look like it's supposed to look, then, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be frustrated if I'm not a part of that, that plan because, as you know, I have, I have the opportunity to go and make to, to change that and make it look like a much better pitcher out there. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm going to be frustrated. You know, if, if Jacoby goes out and have a – a monster game or if the offense is scoring every five plays like the you know our first drive on the bills then it is what it is i don't you know I don't, it's not about me but you know i'm one of the bigger pieces you know as to why this offense is going to go and if i'm not getting it then that's obviously not um according to plan so we want to we want to obviously keep working like we are to, to get that that right why are you not getting the targets you think you, you should be getting i mean it's it's very it's a i'm, I'm not naive at the end of the day it's not easy throwing to somebody who gets the covers that I get. And, you know, it's a lot of attention, a lot more than what I'm sure Jimmy, Derek, uh, you know, Hoy, whoever is whoever we got out there, Aiden. It's a lot more complex picture, you know, that they're looking at than the numbers that we study in throughout the week because you're going off of tendencies and what other teams do and how they play, you know, who, you know, other teams and things like that. And then when you play us, it's, it's going to be different. So it's a lot of, um, you know, Things that have to go right, whether it's the play call that's being you know put in at that particular moment. Not saying that the play calls are bad, but you know it's real critical each time of making sure you execute the proper way. So if we can't adjust through our games, you know, talk, you know, meet a quarterback or me and the head coach or you know whatever the case may be, having the proper communication to make the pitcher right, well then it's going to be a lot more difficult than you know it was three years ago on third down for whoever else was out there with Derek. It's just it's just the way that it is. So. I'm aware of that, and I know that it's not easy, but I've done it, and, you know, I even did it last year. And we've had flashes, you know, this year making it happen, but it just got to happen on a more consistent basis in order us, in order for us to be the, the offense that we want to be. Devontae, Josh put you in the group with Randy Moss, which is one of the greatest, and, put you in, and he seems just as frustrated as you are wanting more. He is. is. that Exactly. Is that not refreshing, though, when your head coach is just as frustrated as you are? You guys are on the same page. 100%. Uh, it definitely makes you feel better that, you know, other people see it the same way as you, but that don't fix it. So, 
you still got to do something about it as a as a whole, not him. Um, but as a whole, we still got to find a way to to get it going. But obviously, it makes me feel a little better knowing that, you know, I'm not I'm not crazy. People are, are thinking the same way that I am. How do you take that frustration and turn it around to make a message strong enough so that your offense understands and you're able to proceed in a better way? Well, it's not much. It's not really about them understanding. I think everybody has the same idea. It's not like, hey, oh, we we got to get Tay the ball. Like we just figuring that out. It's just about executing the plan that we are obviously implementing throughout the week to to make it happen. Just whether it's you know the players executing better or certain situations just having you know putting us in the, the best position possible to make it work. Monte, how much of that do you think is just the temperament of a great receiver? You want you want the ball even when you're winning, whatever you want the ball. I mean. I don't know many great ones that didn't demand to, to be a, a big part of what's going on. And like I said, it's not like I'm asking for something that they don't want to do. You know, that's I'm not sitting here saying, you know, I'm on a team where, you know, the, these guys got me here and, you know, I'm just wasting me intentionally. You know, it's just a matter of making it happen. And like I said, I, I feel like I've said that like three, four times now, but that's that's really what it comes down to. It's like, you know, it's, it's the idea. It got to be the idea, but that's a prerequisite to making it happen. You know, that's that's got to be the idea. Everybody's got to want to do it, but making it happen is the next part. But yeah, I guess to answer your question even even more is, I mean, it, in order to be a great receiver, I think that needs to be a part of your mindset, certain ego that needs to go along with it. Something needs to be said about the fact that I can continue to talk while Keelan's back there breakdancing. <laughs> All right, let's get to Devontae, who said his benchmark is to be the greatest. And I like that. We all know he's a captain. Yeah. He wants to win. What do you and the coaches, along with Devontae, have to do to get a more quality targets where he could have more explosive plays? Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, a, it's a combination of factors, but it starts with, look, this, this player is always somebody that we want at the point of attack for us. So, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to continue to do the things that, that helped us be successful last year and, and to some degree already this year in certain games. We just got to commit to doing that. And then when we have our opportunities, we got we to gotta make the most of them, you know, and, and that might mean making sure we read the coverage out post-snap a little bit better or making a tight throw in a window where maybe yeah. he's the kind of guy that we would take a shot at that, uh, throwing the ball to. So uh, there's, some, there's some little things here and there. But, you know, look, I always want the skill players to want the ball. There's no doubt about that. They all should. Uh, that's part of the playing that position, and and he's certainly well within his right to say that. Yeah, and that's communication. Yeah. You have that type of communication with him, and that's a good thing that fans want to know, that you yeah. see that, and he has the ability to come into your office and your door's open. 100%. Um, you know, those are conversations that are, honestly, they're not just important, but they're necessary, mm-hmm. you know, and that's across the, you know, defense, offense, special teams. Players have a, a different insight than, than coaches do at times, and to be able to hear their input and then act on it and do the things necessary to improve the team um, that's why it's really critical people are frustrated Mad Max continues just to put his head down and grind but as a fan it's disgusting me it's disgusting so we won yeah 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 we're three and three wow we're 500 if we win six more games we could get into the playoffs are you kidding me do you honestly think even if we win six games, we're going to be able to go anywhere? No way. We stink. We're going to stink until we get a coach with that's able to call a game, to put a game plan together that works. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Um, Patrick Graham is happy because he's out of the hot seat. It's all focused on McDaniels. So, you know, just the whole thing is a mess. We won. Raw, raw, raw. Glad we beat the Patriots. I mean, I wish we would have really beat them, beat them. But 17 to 21 is not a beating on the worst team in the league. And we go to another worst team in the league next week to the Bears. They're one and five. And they're playing with a backup quarterback, too. Wow, what an exciting game. The game of the backups. 
Tyson Bajant. We don't know a lot about him. Most touchdowns in the history of college. Division II, small school. Yeah. But you've scouted a lot of these guys, and you've come from a program in the past where you know all these type of players. Concerns when you see a guy for the first time in a situation if Fields can't go because he's doubtful. Yeah, we, you know, we've watched a lot of tape on him already. He played a bunch in the preseason. He did enough to earn the, yeah. the opportunity to be sure. the backup, which is important. So, um, you know, impressive, uh, athletic, um, got a good arm, uh, makes plays with his arm and his legs. So it's 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 honestly it's it's good that they're kind of almost similar in mm-hmm. terms of their style because if we're getting ready for fields and then there's a radically different approach with the other guy, it would almost be kind of two different mentalities. But um, we got to we got to handle his legs as much as we got to yeah. handle his arm too. And when he went in the game last week, he had poise. Um, you know, he helped them kind of stay in there and had an opportunity to win it at the end. You know, I can hardly wait. I'm going to get my dry paint glasses on so I can sit down and watch it dry. What a boring, boring team. We are so bad. And we should be able to, you know, rock the Bears. 35 points. Devontae, 170 yards, three touchdowns. No, (laughs) don't hold your breath. I ain't seen it. And there's going to be some conditions. It's not going to be sleet and snow, but it's outside. There's going to be sun, which has affected some uh, returners' ability to catch the ball at that field, uh, and then some wind. So this is going to be a different element. Yeah. Uh, but we did educate our guys. We're eight and eight lifetime against this team, and we would like to, you know, win the rubber match here. Last one. You had two home games. I think this is a great place for Raider Nation. It's a hub. Kind of yeah. Vegas is a hub for the West Coast. Yeah. There are going to be a lot of fans there, and yeah. you haven't coached as head coach there. What are you looking forward to about this trip to Chicago? Yeah. This is going to be exciting. I mean, every time we go on the road, we're greeted with with Raider Nation. And um, now we're going to the Midwest. Again, we haven't had a lot of games there, but um, I'm excited to see the turnout. You know, I I actually talked to Kevin O'Connell last week from Minnesota, you know, just about what the atmosphere was like. So he said there was some Viking fans there and all the rest of it. So I'm I'm eager to see our, our turnout. I know they're going to be there. Good luck, Coach. Thank you very much. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback. It's a mystery. Please, give me a break. Even if it's Aiden O'Connell, I hope they, they give him a chance. He he needs the experience if they're going to keep him. But Hoyer, you know, he played okay against the the Patriots. Oh, please. So we're going into another loser bowl. Uh, Raiders travel to the Bears to play the Bears with their backup quarterback, Division II quarterback, who's actually pretty good. Uh, they also have probably the fifth best run defense. So Josh Jacobs ain't going nowhere unless he catches the football. So you were committed to the run in the last game, 33 attempts, not all of them real attempts, 25 to Josh. Yeah. Do you feel like the commitment to the running game, what you saw last week, is another step forward? Yeah, I mean, you know, the the first thing you got to do is commit to doing it, yeah. you know. And a lot of times running the running game, you know, if you three, four, two – then it's 12, then it's 18, and mm-hmm. you, and eventually you pop some, right. you know, and you got to be able to stay committed to it. If you do, then the big ones eventually will come. Our offense will only be as good as the coach. And, well, you know what I think about that. Uh, we should win next week against – or this weekend against the Bears should be a win for us. However, ugly and boring will be the description – I'm just tired of it. I'm absolutely disgusted and tired. I'm tired. Trying to try to make something out of nothing. And um, that's all I got to say about this whole show. I'm done with the show. There's the Bears. We should beat them. You know, who knows? Another yawn fest. And that is all I have to say about that. My name is... Raider Greg. My name is. My name is. My name is. Raider Greg. Two hundred freaking episodes of the Raider Nation podcast. Very hard for me to believe, but here it is. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And if I sound excited, well, guess what? <laughs> it's football season. I love it. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your pissed-off host, Raider Greg. 
Well, did you ever think we'd be here this time of year? Holy moly, we are on the edge of a playoff contention, I'm thinking, on show 326. And I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to this show. Well, the season is over. The finale, a 31-10 beating of the Kansas City Chiefs. You gotta just love that. And a pummeling in general of the AFC West. You gotta love it. That and the coaching carousel. Uh, brother. Here on show 300. I love it. On a brighter note, the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA team that Mark Davis owns, won their second straight championship. Go figure. Mark is so happy and so vested in the WNBA. I wish he would just depart for the WNBA and sell the team. Sell the team, bro. Give someone who truly cares about the Raiders an opportunity to improve it, opportunity to make it great again. I hate saying those words because it's used by somebody else, but the Raiders were a great team. They were wildly entertaining. They were feared. I mean, it was a team you could just guarantee any Sunday that it was going to be action, there was going to be drama, there was going to be you know, touchdowns and great plays and great players. Now you can look to the aces because the aces are the thing, man. Mark is well entrenched. And to see him at the championship and get the trophy, what an exciting time for Mark the Bullcut Davis. Not exciting time for Raider Nation, I guess, unless you're an WNBA fan, which is good because they won. Yippee, hooray. Um and that's about it. I mean, glad for the the, uh, the Aces. They earned the championship. Good for them. But somehow I feel like it takes away from the Raiders. Takes his attention away. It's like, it's like a kid having two great toys or two great games. And he really likes this game, but, you know, he's tired of this game. So he's going to play this other game. Oh, man, he's really excited about that game. So he leaves the other game to get dust all over it. And that's what I think is happening to the Raiders. Mark has a different game. And he loves basketball. He does love WNBA more than he likes football. Because that was his dad's passion. Not his. Again. He talks a good show. But shows no talk. He has no desire and passion for this team, and it shows. You know, he pays the money out for the wins. Devontae Adams is the best receiver since Randy Moss. And you know the Raiders are using him the same exact way. Wide open, no football, running routes for no reason, just to be a decoy. What a joke. You're going to use the best receiver in football as a decoy? Why? Why? Are you that desperate that you have to use the best receiver in football not for his intended use to catch the football and make touchdowns? Perplexes me, and, well, I guess Josh is also perplexed. He's he's really upset about the, the offense, and he just doesn't know what's wrong. <laughs> just like with the Broncos, just like almost with the Colts, and just like here. With the Vegas Raiders. A popcorn fart at best. I'm tired. Tired of him. Tired of this team. Tired of this show. Tired of doing it for, you know, doing it for nothing. It's not entertaining for me. Used to be a way to get this stuff off my chest. Now it is a pain in the rear. I don't like doing it. Being honest with you guys. I'm tired of doing it. I'm ready to quit. And I know there's guys out there really look forward to me, but I don't have anything else to say to you guys. You talk. Maybe I should just let you guys talk, and I'll just give me my give you my two cents. But I, I <laughs> I'm done. 
So on that note, let's get to the bone line because um, it'll be the most entertainment you'll get on this show. Okay, the number seven seven five five Raider. That's what you need to do to get on here and vent if you feel like it. <laughs> if you're not tired of it already. Thank you for calling the Bone Line. This is Raider Greg with Raider Randy, Raider Nation Podcast. Leave your message at the beep, and we'll put you on the show, brother or sister. <laughs> Go Raiders! Our first caller is Bluegrass Raider. What's happening, brother? Ready, Greg, Ready, Randy, Ready, Nation, Bluegrass Raider once again. I'll make this a pretty quick, Raider Greg. I just listened to the most recent podcast with the win over the Packers. Uh, that was ugly. I'm glad we won. Don't get me wrong. I, it, I would hope for improvement, but then again, we're probably not going to get that with this coaching staff. I mean, let's be honest. And I listened to, in listening to the last podcast, I heard um, Belichick with as many ums and you knows that that McDaniel's has. I was like, either this guy totally wants to be him, or that's just how they talk. I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, they say it so much, you could probably turn it into a drinking game. That's a joke for anybody that tries to get their spirits up. If you want to, um. So yeah, uh, I mean he, I mean McDaniel's. I'll say it again. He needs to go. Uh, he is vanilla. The fact that if anybody, a buddy of mine asked me, said, "Well, if he was to go, who would we get?" And anybody in house, that would be a disaster. It would have to be somebody outside, just people like the Prez or somebody else. That may have said uh, to me, "I want to see what you think." It has to be Gruden. Because, or if not, Rich Passaggia himself. But Gruden being outside and not touching anybody, like like somebody may have said, Coney, I think it was Prez, that, you know, Mark Davis didn't really want to do that. He was kind of forced into that, pressured into making that decision. But I want to know what you would think about possibly, do you think we could possibly get him back? Uh, just let me know, and uh, don't know how I feel about the Patriots game. It feels like a trap game, even though it is indeed winnable. The next couple of games are winnable at least, but uh, we'll see what happens, you know. That's it for me, and uh, right until I die, you know, and all that. So go Raiders. Well, you know, I I don't even know where to start. I don't think Gruden would be the the right call right now because, you know, he's pissed. He's mad at Mark. There's too much drama. We, we need to find a fresh guy. And that means we got to wait to the end of the season. If they're going to make a change, make it at the end. And do your due diligence before then to find a fresh mind. A good coach, someone that that has credentials of winning, not of someone who has credentials of winning with probably the best quarterback in NFL history. Yeah, I don't think we're in a winning position, and I don't think leaving, cutting McDaniels now, I think we'll just see him fuddle through the rest of the year. Pay him, watch, watch the paint dry. And uh, at the end of the year, hand him his walking papers, but do some due diligence, man. Mark, stop trying to copy or, you know, bring the Patriots. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Mark Davis. Goodness gracious. Find a real coach from the tree of Shanahan. You know, McVay, uh, the the guy that... uh, I think his name is McDaniels too, the the uh, Miami coach. Find somebody like that. Use your imagination. Use go out from your normal, horrible coaching choices, 
I just sell the team, Mark. That that's what you need to do to someone who has the the wherewithal, the wisdom, the knowledge to find that next guy. But Gruden's not the right guy. He's not the right guy for this time. His time has come and gone, and it's time for some fresh, exciting blood with a new offense, a new way of thinking, someone who's younger who can connect with the players. Um, but not until the season's over. Let's just see the, the tragedy that is the rest of the season. Because, you know, we got one Bears game which, that's doable, and then it's going to get superiorly ugly. <laughs> and we could watch that comedy. Appreciate the call. And our next caller is New Jersey Raider Kev with a question about Keith Smith voting. Well, here it comes, bro. Get your pen out. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Andy, Raider Nation. Uh, this is New Jersey Raider Kev. Um, trying to get Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, uh, nominated for the NFL International Fan of the Year and still didn't get the entire link to vote for him. So I have most of it but not the entire link. What I have is HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.nfl.com forward slash honors forward slash fan dash of dash the dash year forward slash now, I know there's about two letters after that, but don't know what they are. If you can find that out, let us know. Thanks, and go Raiders. Hello, Raider Nation podcast. Hello, Raider Greg. Hello, Randy. Keith Smith, Crusader Raider, calling in from London, England. Uh, soon to be calling in from the USA as I head over in November for the three games against the Giants, Jets and Dolphins. Another bloody tight game this weekend. Why do they make it so tough year after year? Why can't we get a blowout win against somebody? But it's always good to beat Bill Belichick and the Petri Rats, as you always call them, Greg. So we'll take it whatever way we can. Um, we showed some improvement on offense, but uh, Jimmy G or Jimmy Glass or Jimmy... Who knows what's happening with that boy? I mean, blimey, it's, it's, it's nervous times ahead for him. Um, too many injuries at the 49ers, too many injuries here already. Let's hope he can come back and, and start pulling this offense together because the defense has shown up again. Defense did their job with Mad Max, but uh, we need some help on that offense to, to open up some games, especially as we go into this very winnable period, you know, against the Bears, against the Giants, the Jets, you know, these are winnable games for us and we should be looking for wins before we face the more difficult ones against the Dolphins and obviously the uh, uh, the Kansas City Condiments when we play them later on in the year. So um, let's keep our fingers crossed. Raider Greg, I'm hoping to see you when I come volunteering in Oakland um, in November. I'm popping up. I'll be vo uh, volunteering again for a full day as Crusader Raider at a school in uh, Concord, California. And uh, hopefully we can catch up for dinner. It would be lovely to see you and Charmaine. And I, I really, really hope we can make that happen. And Randy, looking forward to seeing you, obviously, in Las Vegas for the two games and hanging out with you. Me and uh, Crossbones Kelly, super excited about seeing you for the Giants game and obviously myself for the Jets game. I'd like to thank everybody who has looked up uh, the nomination process for uh, International Fan of the Year. It's quite a wordy um, website that you have to go on, so it's much easier just to Google NFL International Fan of the Year. That will get you the link on Google. All you have to do is click on it, accept the cookies, and then it's a simple three-page process to do a nomination if you feel that Crusader Raider is worthy of that nomination. Uh, page one, you put your details in as the nominator. Page two, it's, it's up to 300 words around why you feel the Crusader Raider would uh, be a good uh, nomination as, as International Fan of the Year. And I really appreciate the support of everybody on the Raider Nation podcast and around, around the Raider Nation in general. Um, obviously, my, my details, Crusader Raider Keith Smith, August the 5th, 1963. 
and my email address, um, which uh, is shared on the photo, which Randy has attached to the uh, link for this show, which has gone out on social media, etc. Daggersmith at ntlworld.com That's D-A-G-G-E-R-S-M-I-T-H at N-T-L-W-O-R-L-D dot com Daggersmith at ntlworld.com It's a tough competition and uh, the judging is based on three areas community spirit, fandom and the inspirational story and if anybody knows me or checks out my basis on Facebook uh, 20 years as Crusader Raider and 43 years as a Raider fan hopefully you'll, you'll find uh, the, the story will, will go through and, and let's hope that I can be a, a good true representative Greg, Randy, love you guys, love the show. Good to see us back. I'll keep it short and sweet now and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Let's go on and, and, and enjoy some bear pie next. Let's have some bears. Uh, we look forward to that, that game uh, next weekend. Look forward to seeing you soon. Go Raiders, and I'm out. Well, that was Keith Smith. He explained everything and why the NFL makes it so difficult is beyond me. It should be a simple vote, but I don't know. Keith Smith, thank you so much for lending your expertise and knowledge to the show. It's better than what I had to say, for sure, and definitely way more inspiring. Um, so there you go. Vote for Keith. Get up on there and vote for him. He definitely deserves it, man. So much so. And our next caller is the Prez. What's you got, brother? Raider Nation, salute to Raider Greg and Raider Randy as always. I'm um, not really watching the game because it's not broadcasted, so I'm trying to get like an insight. Um, the red zone is really starting to piss me off because they're flip-flopping to the Detroit game and the Jets, and they'll let them play two or three minutes each, and it's like they're not even studying playing the Raiders. If they do put the Raiders on, it's for like a brief second, but you think I would – would probably be used to that, though. You know, they don't care about the Raiders. They never have, you know, even when we have the drafts and stuff, they wait till we get on our pick and then go to a commercial break and we miss the drafts and stuff. It just, oh, man. But I'm not really expecting very much. You know, I've you know, been reading articles about um, the coach possibly on the hot seat, though, but that remains to be seen. So it's up in the air. I hate that. It's like that, though. But, oh, well, you know, they up. They should be beating the brace off this team because this team with the Patriots is definitely not very good at all with all those injuries, though. So, and once again, I don't think Jimmy G is the answer. That's just my two cents over what I know. Well, anyway, just getting on here on the, on the um, podcast. Um, you guys have a good one. Raiders, this is the press. Well, are you surprised that we get no press? You surprised that they don't want to talk about us on any of the sports shows? Who's surprised here? I'd love you to call in and tell me how how come you're surprised. Even if we're doing halfway decent, they don't talk about us. We need to, I've said it a million times, we need to go to the Super Bowl. We need to make some noise. We need to shake it all up. But until that happens, man, we are going to be page four on the newspaper. We're going to be buried behind everybody else. Because we are a terrible team. We're a terrible organization. We have nothing. We got a nice stadium and during Super Bowl they might mention our name once or twice. But that's about it. There's not going to be any <laughs> any Raider props because there doesn't deserve any. So don't get emotional. Uh, Prez, I can hear it in your voice. And you can hear it in mine. I'm tired. I am so tired. So uh, appreciate the call, man, always. And um, the insight is very clear to all of us. And our next caller is Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. An OG for sure. <laughs> Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Chris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, calling in sober this week. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I, I enjoy the win. I mean, 
it shouldn't have been that close. It should have been a blowout. You know, after the first quarter when the Cheatriots had negative, what, two, three yards in the first quarter and we only came away with three points, I knew this was going to be a long game. And then fragile Jimmy G-string gets hurt like he always does. In comes Jeff Garcia. I, I mean, Brian Hoyer. Who would have known he would have had the longest pass on this team? I mean, his arm looked good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but the frustration with Adams, it's getting old. You know, I'm tired of seeing my man, the best receiver in the game, just not getting looks. But he played small ball. He took a lot of attention towards him to give other receivers and tight ends opportunities to make plays, and that's what we did. And uh, three and three on the Chicago. But uh, yeah, it was, a, it was an entertaining game. A little bit too close for my my taste. But that Bennett dude, man, he's he's got a lot of growing up to do. But uh, my boy went to the game today, and he had to put a Patriots fan in his place because the dude was screaming in my man's ear, like leaning over, screaming in his ear. Security had to come over. No fight happened, just a verbal. But it's just like, your team's losing. You suck. You're putting all the blame on Mac Jones, who, let's be honest, that pass to Parker at the end of the game should have been caught. But just a wild game, and I should have known that was coming. So, uh, Raider Nation, I'm going to cut this off right now. I love you guys. Be safe out there. The world's a crazy place. Uh, and until next time, love you guys. Raider Greg, continue to feel better. Continue to make a great podcast. Raider Randy, do your thing like you always have been. I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. Love you guys. Well, I love your take, man. It's always clean. It's always real. It's always from the heart. You know, <laughs> this is a tough team to watch. I don't know how you're doing it. And you're staying excited about it way more than I am. I'm tired, bro. I'm tired of the buffoonery. Um, and it just doesn't ever seem like it's going to ever get better. Not to be Debbie Downer, but I got to be Rob Realist. And, um Yeah. Mac Jones is 10 times the quarterback of Jimmy Garoppolo. He just has the wrong coach. And uh, what a, you know, that we got so close to losing this game just says everything about this team. Uh, thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is Raider Claus. <laughs> He's just leaving the Death Star after a... Incredible victory. No, I'm just kidding. What's up, brother? Hi, Raider Randy, Raider Greg. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Raider Claus. I'm calling after leaving the Death Star today, watching the Raiders pull out a win against the Patriots. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. I met you once, Raider Greg, at uh, Kingsford Kurt up in Oakland at the Bad Boys Barbecue Tailgate. Always enjoyed your takes. It's hard watching the Raiders, and the coach makes so many boneheaded, conservative plays, calls, whatever you want to – the one that really drove me crazy, it's an indicator of who he is and what he does. At the end of the second half, or at the end of the first half, we had the ball, we went for it on third down, didn't get it, caught the ball inbounds, or it was a run play, not, I can't remember, but the clock was rolling. He calls a timeout with 14 seconds left. If we planned on kicking the field goal, why are you calling a timeout? Let the clock run three seconds, then call the timeout, kick the field goal, go into halftime. He forced us to kick the, the do the kickoff. Players could have been injured. They could have run, but there's so many possible. It's just his short-sightedness, mismanagement of the clock drives me insane. That's all I got. Love you guys. Keep up good work.
Wow, Kingsford Kirk. You know, those days didn't matter if we won or lost. We always won in the parking lot. Raider Nation videocast, here we are with Kingsford Kirk. Badass boys of barbecue right here in Oakland. This is Matty Raider, man. This guy is Raider Nation podcast for sure. I can't believe it. We're humbled uh, by what he has to say, man. What do you think about the show? Let me tell you something. I told Greg, this podcast to me is like a little piece of our team no matter where we are. For me, like I just told Greg, I'm in hostile territory. Giants, Jets, Pats, Bills. I got to listen to. I got my team. I look forward to it every week. And I tell Greg and Randy, who you never get to see, you guys are fantastic. And you're here at Oakland at the Coliseum. Well, what do you think about our tailgate? What do you think about the let show? Me, let me just tell you about this tailgate. Greg and I just ate octopus. All right? There is not another tailgate out there that's eating octopus. I'm going to tell you that right now. If you're out there and you ain't coming here, something wrong with you, man. You got to make it. Yeah, well, you know, I always say put your ass in the seat because even if we're not doing the best, this is the best. This This is it. We always had great tailgates. Unlike... You know, not to bash Vegas, but it's not the same whatsoever. And um, play calling, dude, come on. You know, we've seen enough. In every game, there's another example of, you know, with O'Connell when we're on the goal line, instead of running the ball for the touchdown, he throws the ball for the interception because that's bad coaching. I mean, <laughs> I'm not the only guy who says this stuff, but we're the only people listening to each other, and the uh, bowl cut is uh, got a lap full of aces. And, uh, oh, well. Hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for the memory, too, because I think I remember you, Raider Claus, in uh, Vegas. I mean, in Oakland. Man, those are fun times. Ah, bringing me back, brother. Thank you. And our next caller is the Cheesehead Raider. I love this guy. What do you got for us, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider calling from Wisconsin. Well, we beat the Patriot Rats um, strictly by defense. I mean, our offense had good drives. Um until we got into the red zone, and then it just seemed like we sputter, which is very confusing seeing that if you look at dollar amount, amount spent, the Raiders' offense ranks fifth on most dollars spent. So they're the fifth uh, most expensive offense there is. And we scored 21 points the first time getting the tw- over 20 with – Devontae Adams, and one of the best receivers that there is. Not saying that because he's a Raider. It's just plain and simple. Look at his stats. We have Josh Jacobs, who just for some reason, the offensive line cannot create holes. And that's really where our struggles are for this offense. Um, Jimmy G-String, you know, I don't know what happened with him, but back injury, he's out. Um, Hoyer comes in. And, again, when we're – in between the 20s, we're just driving, uh, but we get inside that red zone and we can't do anything. Thank God for Mad Max because we would be winless if it wasn't for that guy. He, and, you know, I was busy yesterday, didn't get to watch a lot of football, see the Eagles went down, see the Winers went down, um, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say he is the best defensive player playing right now. I mean, not on our team. I'm talking about NFL. The guy is a freaking beast. We all know this. But I just cannot understand this offense. It is mind-boggling how we can be as bad as we are. Now, next week, 
probably going to beat the Bears. Probably, I say. Not a guarantee. We're going to go to Detroit. We're going to get our asses handed to us. That's just a fact. We might beat the Giants. Might beat the Jets. Granted, we are beating bad teams, which we should be. But when we get on the field with good teams, it's not going to look good. Um, I saw that there was a thing going out there that Josh the McDougals is on the hot seat. That's good. I wish he'd get fired regardless. But we got to win. We got to look at the positives. Three and three. We're in third place. One game behind the uh, nutless, boltless, chargeless Chargers. I can't. Oh my God. I I can't even imagine what happens when we're going to play Kansas City. Holy man, it's going to be a freaking massacre. But hey, stronger or weirder things have happened. Yeah, you know what you say is what you see is what you see is what you get, and what you see is anemic for that much money. He's on the hot seat. Who cares? He, you know, I his offense is, you know. So conservative, he's afraid to lose instead of not afraid to win. He's afraid to lose. His coaching style is let's not lose instead of let's win this game. He doesn't give his offense, he has no confidence in himself or his plays or his players, so he's too conservative. Everything's conservative. And if it's not conservative, it's foolish. It's just foolish. Oh, my gosh. The dead horse continues to be walked on. Appreciate the call, brother. I sh- We should beat the Bears and the rest of the schedule. Who knows? I'm waiting for the end of the season. I can't wait. Can't wait for the last game so I could just close this book. And our next caller is the RVA Raider. Raider Trip. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Trip, the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. It's the Monday after the Patriots game. Two wins in a row, two wins over the Rats. you got to love it. It wasn't pretty. Uh, they could have lost this one, too, but they didn't. Uh, you know, take the win right there. But, boy, it, 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 they sure uh, – <laughs> Ugh, they sure didn't do very well on offense, man. I mean, if it weren't for Mad Max, they wouldn't have broke up 21 points. And, boy, I'll tell you, Mad Max, he's amazing. Uh, I think that he's the best Raider there's been in the past 20 years. He is the epitome of a Raider, the way that he goes out there with his intensity, no matter how poorly the team's doing, no matter how everyone else on in the defense is playing, that guy goes out there, and he throws himself at the quarterback every single play. And it's one of the few bright spots of this team, one of the few great things there is to see every weekend and week out, that man getting in there, just doing his best to make plays. And it was great seeing him seal the deal with the safety on Mac Jones yesterday. I really enjoyed that. So, boy, Max Crosby, you keep at it. Got the Bears next week. That's another possible win. You never know. After that, I think it's going to get a little bit rougher. So, you know, we're still not going to do anything this season, but it's fun to watch them win while we can. So, all right, Raider Nation, everyone be good to one another out there. I'll talk to you later. Peace out. You know, everyone's saying Mad Max. I say Mad Max, too. Best player on our team. Best player in spirit, best player physically, mentally, and every other way. Defense is coming back to life, thank goodness. And uh, without that, we would certainly be sore, really sore. No, I'm waiting for the end of the season, bro. I'm not even looking at any games. I'll I'll watch the games because I'm I'm forced to. It's like a torturous to see them. I hope this changes sooner than later, brother. Appreciate your call. And our next caller is Matty Raider from Albany, New York. What's going on, my brother? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Matty Raider calling from Albany, New York. Just uh, calling in after the Pats win. Uh, you know, um, I'm glad we got the win, especially against the Patriots. Um, but I just, I mean, I'm just like whatever, because I, I just, 
to see our offense is just awful. And you know what? Hoyer going in, the offense actually looked better than it does that our 70 million Jimmy G string quarterback is getting paid to do. So he went out. He's hurt. That's no surprise. I'll take the win. I mean, hey, we're at 500. I mean, we've barely squeaked by, but win is a win, and I'm not going to root for our guys to lose. I just can't stand McDaniels, but, you know, guys on the defensive side are really starting to play a little bit better, and Crosby is just an absolute animal out there. I don't think he cares what coach he's playing for. It's not going to take away from his ability to give 100% um, every play. So, like I said, I'm happy with it. We won uh, going to Chicago next week. Looks like there's going to be two backups. Don't know who McDoofus is going to start. Um, you're going to go with the vet or if you're going to go with uh, O'Connell. I don't know. Looks like Justin Fields is hurt as well. So, I don't know. It would be nice to win that game too, be four and three. You know, I, I don't have any confidence in us beating anyone decent, but I'll take the wins. So, with that being said, hey, I'll take it. I mean – Hope you guys are well. All the best. Take care. Yeah, you know, Mad Max and the defense and all that. Barely won a team that's like one in five now. Um, going against another one next week. So we get the win. Any team of quality will destroy us, literally. There is nothing here. Don't look. There's no illusions. <laughs> uh I'm waiting for the end of the season, bro. I'll watch every game. I hope we win, but you know how it is. All you guys know how it is. Uh, we have to just eke our way through this year, and hopefully there'll be change at the end of the season. But if it doesn't change, our results are not going to change. McDaniels is not going to get better. I mean, he's got the fifth highest paid offense. What? <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the call, brother. Last but not least, Raider Colin from Pleasanton, California. What's up, brother? What's happening? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is uh, Raider Colin, Pleasanton, California. Hope you're doing great, man. It's uh, fantastic to hear the show. I haven't called since you've uh, resumed, but uh, fantastic to hear you guys. I uh, love it. Um, glad to have win two in a row. That's good stuff. Uh, I'll be uh, a little extra excited. I'm heading out to Chicago this weekend. See a good buddy of mine from that I grew up with. Uh, he lives out in Illinois. And uh, get out to Soldier Field and hopefully we can beat the lowly Bears. But yeah, man, just uh, I think obviously I'm feeling good going into this and the morning of win. I guess what I saw that makes me feel good is that they spread the ball out a little bit more. I see the tight end get involved. Um, you know, I think a few different guys had catches, maybe five different receivers. That's what we were doing when we were winning, was spreading the ball out. So I think if we could keep doing that, uh, Jacobs keep improving, and uh, we mix it up with Jacobs and White. I think just you know, getting more players involved in the offense would be good for us. Um, that's it, man. So, man, great to hear you guys. Um, look forward to hopefully calling in again next week after a win, but no matter what, a good time. Um, thanks for everything you guys do. And I love the Raider Nation. Be good, everybody. Bye. Well, appreciate the call. Appreciate the take. You know, you're going to go to Chicago. It's a great town. It's my kind of town. Don't let me break out to the song, but it is. My sister lived there uh, before she passed away. God rest her soul. Yeah, man, it's a good thing we won. We should win in Chicago. We shall see. Uh, no promises from the Hammerheads there and the Silver and Black. No promises from our coach. But, uh, yeah, I think we just have to squeeze by this season and see what happens, man. I really think so. I appreciate the call, brother. Have a great time because you will. Soldier Field will be fun. Well, that will do it. For this edition of the Raider Nation podcast, sorry about the doomy gloominess of it all, but uh, I'm just getting tired of trying to spin 
you know, gold from crap. Um, also, I'm kind of bugged about what's happening in the world with the Ukraine and then Israel. Kind of crazy out there. And it just goes to show you how important other things are than football. I know if we were winning and beating everybody, it'd be a different story. But gosh, man, it's hard to not focus on uh, the pain and the tragedy that's happening before our very eyes. So I just want to lift up a prayer to all those in need, all those who have been affected by these two tragedies for sure. And um, on that note, uh, thank you for listening. Sorry the show's out late, kind of uninspired this week. Things should, should change next week. Who knows? I'm heading to Vegas. Hopefully see Randy and um, and then catch a game, catch a Chicago game somewhere there um, at the casino or whatever. You guys be safe and be good to each other. Be good humans to everybody. I am Raider Craig. And I am out.